Hey, do you guys like free stuff? Well, I mean, of course, not completely free, but maybe 20% free. My sponsors have been gracious enough to give Last In Line listeners 20% off with the code LASTINLINE. So I want to thank our sponsors, Gridiron Coffee. I want to thank Armored Coffee. I want to thank Lead Like Lions. I want to thank our sponsor, Do Work That Matters. And last but not least, I want to thank our guys at Cowboy Revolution Apparel. So thank you guys to our sponsors for supporting Last In Line Leadership. Go get you some stuff. Go get you some gear. Last In Line discount and get 20% off. Now back to the show. Welcome back to another episode of In The Mirror where it's just me and talking to you and I just wanted to uh, welcome you into a new episode and I like to call this one is going to be upstream facing current and uh, you know facing the current going upstream these things we talk about we hear a lot about uh, facing the storm those kinds of things Uh Shout out to my good friend, uh, Tim Douglas with Tim Douglas inspires. He talks a lot about facing the storm and Buffalo. Well, I want to talk about salmon today because salmon obviously swim upstream to spawn. And then a lot of those breeds of salmon die off after they spawn. But knowing this cycle, they still choose to go upstream into the face of of the opposition, the resistance, the current, and for the greater good of reproduction, right? And I want to talk maybe not so much about the whole upstream for reproduction part of it, of course, but have you ever been on a floating trip in the river? Like in the summer, you're on a you're on an inner tube, you're on a raft, and you're just floating downstream, right? You just get in the current. You just position yourself securely in the raft or the inner tube and you just place yourself in the current and then you let go. And you're going at a rate and in a direction that's beyond your control. You are really effortlessly, you know, building momentum, effortlessly increasing your rate. Uh, so you're going at a pretty good clip and you really have no destination other than wherever the end is and wherever the current dies down or wherever you run into that's a dead end and you it stops your momentum. So your obligation is very limited as far as your commitment level and your intentionality, your purpose. Like you really don't have to do much. Whereas when you're walking back upstream, uh, if you, let's say you fall off or, or whatever, you're fighting a current to go upstream and you're walking in this severe opposition and resistance, you have to be intentional about where you're going. You have to know the direction. You have to control the force by which you proceed in that direction. A lot of things are in your control and within your responsibility. A lot of things are your purpose has to be very pinpointed, very directed, very uh, laser focused. Like you have to be walking, exerting force against that resistance. 
When you're going downstream in the current, you don't. You just kind of float, and you just kind of go with the flow. And that's what I want to talk about today is in society, in our day, are we that guy that's just kind of effortlessly positioning himself on a flotation device and then letting the current take him where it takes him? And then he'll deal with the consequences later. He'll deal with the destination when he gets there. Or are you the guy that says, I'd rather be in control of my own destiny, my own purpose, my own mission. I'd rather, even though it's going to take some effort on my part, I'm going to have to create force. I'm going to have to proactively, intentionally initiate direction in the face of this resistance, this opposition metaphorically the current of the water coming at you right but whatever in your life if you've got to go to a job that the boss is not your best friend and in fact might be the opposite and causes more disruption than they actually you know bring encouragement that's an effort that it takes every day to go in to that office it's effort to walk in that opposition to face that opposition to go against the current that are these people, the relationships that might be kind of meeting you head on and, and really opposing whatever you stand for. Um, you know, I can only imagine if I was to climb into the world of a salmon and of a fish and, you know, the schools of fish that are around in these streams and they kind of sitting on the sideline, you know, I, I kind of, I almost liken it to the analogy of, you know, kids and beer peer pressure and, bullying and wow you combine bullying and peer pressure and you've got beer pressure okay didn't see that coming so peer pressure and bullying if you kind of liken it i can see little gangs of fish little schools of fish on the side watching these salmon and they're like dude i know where that guy's going like he's gonna you know maybe he's gonna have a couple kids that's great but he's gonna die at the end of that and we're sitting here and we got it pretty nice we're just kind of you know lodged here in this little eddie or you know this little calmness of the pool of the river and we're watching the current go by and sometimes we'll just kind of get out in it and float but man we like sitting here watching the salmon because they seem really kind of dumb they're going they're 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 choosing the hardest work of any of the schools and any of the fish in the river you know they're choosing to go upstream and and they're going to die at the end I can't believe this is what they're doing. Like, this is what I hear these other fish saying. And I can only imagine the bullying and the criticism and the chastising that goes on from these other fish. And I'm, I'm like, that's so like parallel in society when we've got people watching us from the sidelines and they're like, man, he's got four kids, man. He, you know, he's got a full-time job, man. His wife, you know, she works too. I don't, don't they know that they could have so much more free time if they would have only had like one or two kids or maybe one of the parents doesn't work? Why can't he just get a better job and then the other one can have more free time? And, you know, it's it's whatever that you want to fill in the blanks of what you think society's criticizing. But they're all sitting back watching us do the hard stuff or watching us oppose things that we don't stand for, or maybe us standing in the gap for people who can't stand up for themselves, or maybe their people are watching us choose to stand on principles uh, and, and not budging, having those non-negotiables when it's a lot easier just to go, you know what, I, this store, you know, supports Planned Parenthood. So 
I really shouldn't shop there, but gosh, I really need this thing. And it's really probably going to be cheaper here. And it's, I know they're going to have it. And so I'm just going to do it. You know, I'm going to go to this big box store, even though they support abortion or support transgendered bathrooms or whatever it is, we're just going to go there anyway, because it's easy. That's what I equate to the group of fish standing there kind of watching other fish, watching the salmon go upstream and just kind of sitting back going, whoa, you know, that looks hard. It's probably worth it, but I'm going to go over here and do this because it's easier. And you know, I, I know that it works out for me in the end and, you know, they're going to die. So that doesn't seem like a great idea. So, yeah. So I see that that's, that's kind of a, a parallel that I see in society. We've got a lot of those bullying schools of fish kind of sitting on the side, criticizing those of us who want to do maybe some hard stuff or stand for our principles and resist sort of the doctrine of popular culture, as people call it, you know, so I, I, I want to talk about that today. Um, you know, I, I guess what if we took more unpopular stands in the world, like we as men have a duty to sort of lead our families, not sort of, to completely lead our families in the way of standing for principles, standing for those things that are not negotiable, our values, our morals. Like that seems straightforward, but it's not always cut and dry. It's not always that easy. And I see guys compromise that. Great guys, good family people, providers, leaders, you know, but sometimes they're willing to waver on certain things. You know, uh, my, you know, my family was kind of a little bit thinking I was a, a little on the extreme side whenever I was saying, you know, we're not going to go shop here. I know we need this one thing and I know they probably have it and nobody else does. And guess what? There's one right across the street from where we are. It would be so easy just to go. And I'm like, we're not going. So we didn't go. And I had to explain for 20 minutes to one of my kids that here's what we stand for. And they don't. In fact, they, they stand for the opposite. So I'm not going to give them my money. Is me not shopping there going to shut them down? No. But I can sleep at night knowing my dollar did not go toward whatever cause they support that doesn't line up with my standards and my beliefs and our family morals. Um, what if what if the men just took more unpopular stands like that? Not even just the men, but let's just talk about them, right? What if we all did? But what if the men led their families that way? What if we were okay with having those uncomfortable conversations with our, our family and saying, you know, I know we used to shop there. I know that us, you know, what are opposing or resisting this particular store isn't going to make a huge impact on their business. They're still going to survive, but it's more about what we stand for, what we rise up for every day. And so that's what I have. I wonder if we're okay as guys having those conversations, um, you know, sometimes what the schools are teaching now, we've got a lot of those uh, questionable books and, in fact, just flat-out evil books that are getting plugged into some of the elementary schools now. And, you know, they're talking about critical race theory. They're talking about transgender. They're talking about, you know, non-binary, those things. And, and they're talking about how – I even think there's some that are talking about, you know, masculinity is is dead or masculinity is a bad thing. And so we've got kids questioning these things. So I, I think we need to stand up for that. And I, I think you would agree too. Most of the people that listen to this would agree with that. Um, you know, I guess as leaders, and this could be men or women really, but specifically men, like we're, we're called to be the court of unpopular opinion. Like I 
say things constantly in my house that my kids really like scratch their head, raise their eyebrow and are kind of like, man, dad, you sure do like have a cause a lot of times, or, you know, you feel like you got to say this about this organization or this group of people that don't stand for our values. You know what, dad, let's just let it be. Let's just, you know, let them do their thing. Let us do our thing. Let us all kind of go our separate ways. I'm fine with that. I don't go picking fights, but it, if I'm asked about it or if it's getting shoved down my throat, I am going to say something. And I want my kids to know that about me, that I'm unpopular. That's fine. I'm the court of unpopular opinion. And that's, that's probably what I'm called to be when it comes to those things that are, are biblical. They line up with biblical truth. And then it lines up with our character and our integrity and what we stand for as a family. So I'm okay being unpopular, but it's our job because if our kids see that we're going to just roll over and say, oh, you know, this time we can make an exception or this time it's not even worth fighting or why don't we just all get along to go along or go along to get along. I get it right. And, and why don't we just do that? Like path of least resistance, dad, come on. You know, I think that's what our next generation they're at a they're at a crossroads right now. It's seeing us lead them that way, or us lead them in the unpopular way of what's right right now. Like there's never a wrong time to do the right thing, right? So there's never a wrong time to voice the right thing, the truth about something. I don't think we're called to sugarcoat. I don't think we're called to just say what people expect us to say or what society's telling us. I don't think we're called to go along with that and be downstream of culture or the church be downstream of culture or society or, you know, uh, media. I don't think we're called for that. You would agree with that. So I think it's all about truth. I think it's all about character. And so I, I've got some, you know, a couple things here, three things that I think um, that the, the salmon would ask the impressionable. Think about the impressionable salmon and the analogy I gave of the, the salmon swimming upstream to spawn, to have, you know, lay these eggs to have this next generation of salmon and, and they know they're going to die doing this, but they choose that way anyway. And, and I can only imagine that these younger salmon are watching this happen and what they must be asking. So I got three questions that they're probably going to ask. And the reason I use this analogy is because I think our kids are sitting back asking these questions of us, whether they're really doing it verbally or whether they're kind of subconsciously thinking these questions. So I'm betting they're saying, wouldn't it be easier just to be carried by the current? Like, wouldn't, couldn't we find a place in the stream or the river downstream where we could just float down and then find a little pocket of calm water and then lay eggs here. And then, Hey, we're one big happy family. Why do we got to pick the hardest way, the uphill way? Why can't we just go down here? Why do we go upstream? Why can't we just go downstream? Like I can imagine the young people who don't want to fight any battles that want the easier route that want just a calmness and a peace, right? There's nothing wrong with peace, but they just want like no argument, no conflict, no confrontation. Wouldn't it just be easier if we got carried downstream to have these eggs and just like have this family? That's one question I think they're asking. And I think our kids are asking that to themselves. Wouldn't it be easier if dad would just like, one time, let us go this one place because we like it. You know, I'm not saying we have to go there every time, but wouldn't it be okay if dad just let us do this or mom and dad just agree to do this or mom and dad would just stop like 
talking about the people that oppose everything right about, you know, our belief system and, and why do they have to voice everything? So I think that's one, I think another one would be that, it, that wouldn't it be, wouldn't we be more accepted if we did what the other schools of fish are doing, right? So the salmon, young salmon around are watching this process and they're like, wouldn't it just be easier, right? If we, um, wouldn't we be more accepted if we just kind of did what the other fish are doing? The ones sitting over on the sidelines that are talking about us, that are saying all these things about us. Like, I think that's similar to kind of the people who are bad mouthing or dogging the Christian circles, you know, granted some of the Christians have given people reason to question us and to question our judgment of other people and to really just kind of rebel against Christian faith because we've had some people that have been out there doing it wrong and have been hypocritical and very judgmental and really running people off. So we've earned some of that, but I can only imagine some of these other, you know, some of our kids are saying, you know, wouldn't it just be easier if, you know, wouldn't we be more accepted if we just were doing what everybody else was doing? You know, all these folks over here are doing this. Why, why couldn't we just do it? And, and we've all heard that. Like we've heard the peer pressure argument. We've heard, you know, if your friend jumped off the bridge, would you, that kind of thing. Like we, but our kids, I think, see what their friends are doing sometimes. And then maybe we draw a line in the sand and say, you're not doing that. And my wife and I have a term for this person that my kids growing up call everybody. Everybody's doing it everybody's going, everybody has one. My wife and I said, Oh, everybody Smith. Cause everybody's got to have a last name, right? This, this person that they're creating in their head, you know, everybody's doing it. Everybody Smith. So my wife and I've created everybody Smith to sort of, I don't know, combat our children trying to lobby for that next thing or that one occasion or event that activity they want to do that we're not really lined up with that we don't feel comfortable with, but everybody's doing it. So yeah, I mean, if I can just see the salmon sitting over there watching these other ones, you know, like laughing at them, you know, these other schools are like, why are they going upstream? And, and the kids of the salmon are probably like, I'm kind of wondering that too, but I guess we're going to go with our parents, you know, but it'd be a lot easier over there. So the last one would be, you know, I think that they might be asking, what's the point of going the direction with most resistance? And we talked about that. Like, what is the point of, almost it almost seems like mom and dad it almost seems like you're looking for resistance you're looking for conflict you're looking for confrontation we're really not but the fact that it's majority is usually going the wrong direction nowadays it seems like everywhere we turn we're coming into this opposition we're creating not creating but we're uh, encountering the resistance and that's because we stand on something, but the majority of the world now stands on something else. And we are fighting the battle of doing what's right, regardless of what everybody's doing. So, you know, why aren't we just going the direction uh, with least resistance? My kids probably have asked that question. Why do we have to go this way when we could be going this way? You know, yeah, I don't want to do it wrong, but I also, you know, if doing it right is a little bit of a struggle or a lot of a struggle, or we're going to alienate this group. And these are my friends. And I, I know I need to go this way, but man, 
Is it worth it? Let's weigh the, I think we start getting a little bit more, um, we start putting contingencies on this right and wrong. I think we start weighing, is it really that wrong or is it really wrong? So I'm not going to do the really bad, but is it on the line? Is it a gray area? I don't know. So maybe it's worth going over here with them. So I keep my friends. I don't really sacrifice my character so much. So I think that's the problem. We've created a gray area. And so as parents, as leaders, as men specifically, it's our job to step into those situations and draw a clear line in the sand. It's, it's our job to unmuddy the waters. Like there's never a gray area between right and wrong. It's just right or wrong. It's not your truth or my truth. It's the truth. So that's where we have to stand regardless of our kids Sometimes even in a situation with you guys may have a spouse that you butt heads with because you're, you know, she's probably tired of everything you say being like a, I don't know, a comment about this group of people or this movement or this, you know, she's probably like, can we just for one second, not talk about, you know, the commercials that get crammed down our throat because there's, you fill in the blank. Like, I, I could go on a tangent on this deal, but the medications for, you know, different kinds of same sex diseases you might get. And, and there's commercials for the treatment of that. And I see them about every other commercial and I just get disgusted by it. And I'm sure my wife's probably like, do you have to comment every time it comes on? Like, we know it's bad. We know it's not really what we agree with, but seriously, but I think it, it, it means that, we don't let it die. We keep it on the radar. That way our kids don't get lulled to sleep by the culture telling them it's okay. This is going to be commonplace. You should accept this because it's the majority now. Like we don't have to take that. We don't have to have our kids deal with that. They don't have to accept this. We keep it on the radar by we, we because we keep drawing attention to it. How do you, you know, expose something in the darkness, you shine light on it. And so if we're continuously shining light on the darkness, we expose it, we reveal it, it's seen for what it is, and then our family or the people we lead can be better impacted to make more informed decisions in the right direction and avoid those other people, those other things, that other darkness. And so I'm all about the salmon leadership. I'm all about going upstream, even though the end might be a struggle you know, the salmon die in the end. A lot of the, a lot of the uh, species of salmon die after they spawn, but they know this, but they still go upstream. If I'm going to die and I know it's going to happen, why wouldn't I just coast downhill and have them there? And then I'm good. I'm dead. I, I did my part, but they choose to, to pick the hardest route for the greater good. And I think that's our job. I think that's where we step in as men as men of faith, as leaders of our home, who are building up the next generation in our family, who are impacting the world around us for the glory of God. If we're doing that, we're stepping in to the storm. We're leaning in to those crashing waves coming at us. We're exerting our force in the face of the resistance that is the current coming at us. We're going upstream. We're going up current. We're not choosing to just float downhill because it's easy and everyone else is doing it. 
So I hope that was good, guys. I hope that spoke to you. I hope you're better today, better now than you were before you heard this. I hope it's given you something to think about because I've been thinking a lot about this, and I know we got work to do. So with that, be blessed.